Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992. That's 800-223-0992. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We're here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Got a lot of stuff to talk about here today. It is a very, very busy weekend. The next AEW pay-per-view is coming up on Saturday. We have a number of matches for that show, a number of new announcements as well, including the awesome Kong addition to the Women's Casino Battle Royale, which is coming up on the pre-show. We'll go over the entire card for the all-out pay-per-view coming up this Saturday. Later on here on the program. Obviously, last night was SmackDown. We got Raw ratings to talk about. We got the latest on Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan, and The Vintner. They followed up on this storyline last night. Every week, they give you, like, this much. Almost nothing. And you're left to fill in many of the blanks. But we'll give you the update on what happened last night on the show. The big revelation, which was straight out of the famous Patterson-Gimlin Bigfoot film. It was a direct knockoff. I don't think they did it on purpose, but I laughed uproariously when they showed that footage last night on the show. We've also got a lot of other news, including a new match added to the upcoming WWE Clash of the Champions pay-per-view. We have a match scheduled for a future pay-per-view. They've already announced, at least in the building, that The Fiend is going to be challenging for the Universal title coming up at the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. A lot of stuff to get into here today. SmackDown Report, whatever you want to talk about. Phone number 844-411-5411. That is toll-free, 844-411-5411. You can send your text messages to 425-780-7566. Emails to brian at wrestlingobserver.com. And obviously a lot of ways to contact us on Twitter. I'm at Brian Alvarez. Mike is at Sempervivi. And Sports Byline is, yes, at Sports Byline USA. Back in a moment to kick it off, Wrestling Observer Live. Do you think all 
premium fuels are the same? Well, your engine doesn't. New Shell V-Power Nitro Plus helps keep your engine running like new because it's engineered to defend against four main engine threats. Gunk, wear, corrosion, and friction. So next time, choose Shell's most advanced fuel ever. It's fuel for thought. In engines that continuously use Shell V-Power Nitro Plus premium gasoline. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003 Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003 Hall of Fame catcher Johnny Bench for Blue Emu. Hemp oil is everywhere, but not every hemp oil product is made the same. Now introducing Blue Emu Plus Hemp Oil. Why not trust the Blue Emu brand that has been the number one selling emu oil brand for over five years? Blue Emu Plus Hemp Oil has been organically grown. It is pesticide-free, non-GMO, made in the USA, and most importantly, odor-free. Order Blue Emu Plus Hemp Oil today on Amazon or the Blue Emu website. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Got a lot to talk about here today, including last night's SmackDown. And I guess we got to kick it off with the latest in the Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan, Vintner, and fake Vintner storyline. So for those of you that... Don't recall, and God only knows, unless you're like brand new to wrestling this week. Last week on SmackDown, Daniel Bryan said, I know who the culprit is. I know the man who tried to kill Roman Reigns. We'll bring him to justice on the show. So at the very end of the show, Daniel Bryan and Rowan are in this room with this dude that's got a sheet over him. He's literally sat there for two hours with a sheet over him, his head. 
And Roman Reigns comes into the room, and Daniel Bryan says, here is the man who tried to kill you. And he rips off the sheet, and there's a second Vintner, a second Rowan underneath the sheet. And so the show went off the air with Rowan and the other Rowan looking at each other, and then looking at Brian, and then looking at Roman, and then Brian furrowed his brow, and Brian looked at everybody, and he tried very, very hard not to laugh, and they all looked at each other for an excruciating 30 seconds, and then the show went off the air. And we asked the question here on the air, well, what happened next? What happened immediately afterwards in that room? I don't know. Later, Roman Reigns said, I got stuff to think about, blah, blah, blah. There was zero follow-up on the Raw show. Keep in mind that Roman was nearly killed on Raw, but hey, no follow-up on Raw. So then we go to SmackDown, and the big hook on SmackDown is that Daniel Bryan and Rowan want Roman Reigns to apologize because they presented a fake Rowan to him. Okay? Everybody remember that? So, Daniel Bryan and Rowan want Roman Reigns to apologize because they produced a fake Rowan that they claimed tried to kill Roman Reigns. I just want to make sure we're all clear on this, okay? So, the big dog, Roman Reigns, comes out with four minutes left of TV again. Like, I don't know why... Roman always comes out with like four minutes left. I'd like a little more time. My life is on the line here. But Roman Reigns comes out with four minutes left on TV. And he gets in the ring, and Daniel Bryan appears on the big screen. And Daniel Bryan says, it's very simple, Roman. Two words. Just say, I'm sorry. So Roman says, well, fans, do you think I should apologize? And of course, they say no. And Roman says, you know... How about we check out this video and find out if I still need to apologize? If I do, I will apologize after this video. So they show the video of Roman, the original video, where Roman is walking to be interviewed with moments left on television, and all of a sudden a whole bunch of crap falls on him and crushes him, which, by the way, didn't hurt him. So in the background of this footage... Straight out of the famous Patterson-Gimlin Bigfoot film from the late 60s, there is a guy in a hooded sweatshirt and sweatpants and a red beard. And he lurches across the screen exactly like that Sasquatch. They show it in slow motion and black and white. I was crying with laughter. This guy lurks into the background and they cut back to Daniel Bryan. And Daniel Bryan all of a sudden starts flipping out. And he starts slapping Rowan. And he's screaming at him. And he's slapping him across the face. And he's screaming that he hates liars. And he tells Rowan to get out of here. And Rowan just kind of walks off the screen. And then Bryan grabs a mic and he starts screaming about how he'd been betrayed. And he didn't know anything. This man has lied to me. He's betrayed me. He storms down to the ring and Roman Reigns spears Daniel Bryan and leaves him for dead, and the show goes off the air. Everybody got all that? So now my big question, and, and please, like, can we all work together to try to solve this mystery? 
when the footage aired of the bearded man lurching across the screen. Why didn't Daniel Bryan say, see, that's the guy that I produced last week. That's the other Rowan. Why didn't he say that? Why did all of a sudden he freak out on Rowan? The footage was so blurry, like it literally could have been almost anybody in that hooded sweatshirt. It absolutely could have been the second vintner that he produced last week, which, by the way, we've never seen again. Why didn't Daniel Bryan say, that's the guy I produced? What's the problem here? Why did he attack and beat up and slap Rowan and send him packing and call him a liar? What is going on? It was like I was watching Nitro. Am I the only one asking this question? What's happening here, Mike? Why didn't Roman just ask him last week, and why didn't they just hash this out in that little room when Roman had a rapt audience? What what happened to Roman? Did did Daniel Bryan's brow furrow to such a point that Roman gave a disgusted look at the brow and had to walk out of the room? What happened in that room last week? That we'll never I think know. Would be a, but that's the you know you gotta you gotta dot an I and cross a T. You didn't even come up with a reason that we're not blaming the other vintner. Who that's what that looked like, which makes me think, well, it's going to be that other vintner. But why didn't uh, it's WCW? I've been watching these nitros, and every week there's something on the show that I just can't figure out what the heck's going on. That's how I felt watching SmackDown. Like, I don't get it. The storyline was that somebody saw something that looked that somebody saw somebody that looked like Rowan. Okay, great. So Brian produces somebody that looks like Rowan. We then get video of, in fact, somebody that looks like Rowan. Brian doesn't just say, yeah, that's the other guy. Why is he all of a sudden accusing Rowan? What's going on? Is there a follow-up on social media? Like, can somebody help me? I don't go to the WWE social media often. Like, is there an update? I know Roman said, hey, I apologize for spearing you or whatever. But, like, is there an update about what was supposed to be happening? What am I missing on this show last night in this storyline? Do we know what Buddy Murphy thinks about all this since he's been beat up and, and made to look like a rat? Hey, he's just moved his, on. His SmackDown career started. Now he's just shaking hands with Ali after hard-fought matches. I yeah, we've that's... we've moved on. He's he's a babyface again. I gotcha. Sure. Sure. This person here says, I got some questions. How did Roman Reigns get that footage all of a sudden? Who gave him the tape? How was Brian sure that it was Rowan and not the look-like Vintner that dropped the crates? Exactly. That's what I want to know. Are they, gonna exp- they better explain this on television. Where's WWE legal in all this? Now we have somebody that was... Maybe was tied an up. Att- an attempted homicide on television. It was one thing to not stand in the way of Roman not wanting security. And they, okay, well, we understand that you're about to die every week. But you know what? Braun tried to kill you with a vehicle, and we didn't stand by then. So we're going to walk away from this. But... That's the footage from WWE that they're showing with somebody at WWE behind stage that did this. Uh, shouldn't they be uh, questioning Daniel Bryan more? Or, I mean, shouldn't somebody be doing something more that way? Here's a very or is co- that too logical? Here's a very important question. This person says, do we know for sure that it was not a bearded lady? That's the whole key to all of this. No, I can't tell you it wasn't a bearded lady because no. the footage was blurry. That's the whole key. The footage didn't even show that it was Rowan. It showed that it was a guy in a beard. It literally could have been anybody. When you saw her on the Ride Along show, do we know if 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 Sarah Logan has grown out a Viking beard? Is was it her? 
I don't think it was Sarah Logan. That uh, I'm pretty convinced about. Well, one down. The ending of last night's SmackDown made me severely dislike Roman Reigns and love Daniel Bryan. I wonder if that was their intention. Well, I can tell you for a fact that was not their intention. What did you think of the Roman Reigns apology segment and him exposing Bryan and Rowan? Well, I noted that. I'm baffled. I don't know what's going on. It doesn't make any sense. First says, so wait, who was the other Vintner? We'll never know. We'll never know who that other Vintner was. I highly doubt there will be a follow-up that it was not this week. I presume it was just an actor. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Do you have a problem hearing the television? Do you need to crank up the volume so loud your family is screaming at you? Then put on your TV ears. TV Ears has helped millions of people just like you hear TV loud and clear without cranking up the volume. For about 60 bucks for the 30-day free trial, you can get your own set of TV Ears. When you wear TV Ears, you can mute the TV volume for private listening or let others watch TV with you. Order in the next 10 minutes and take us up on our 30-day home trial and very special price. TV Ears is a brand hearing professionals have trusted for more than 20 years. And through this special radio offer, you can get your very own for just $60. Just mention promo code RADIO. So put on your TV Ears and make everyone happy. 800-984-4207. 800-984-4207. That's 800-984-4207. MoneyNow100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? Are repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. 
If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Well, we're back in the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Zap here in Idaho says, well, I have another question for you. Who was driving the damn forklift? Well, that actually could make sense. Because if Daniel Bryan and Rowan are responsible and Brian is supposed to be the one that tried to kill Roman Reigns, then if Rowan was in the background, he couldn't have been driving the forklift. So that would have had to have been Daniel Bryan. Now, I have no idea where they're going. I I presume that's going to be the answer to all of this, but the whole thing last night was just baffling. Well, Brian and Rowan go into detail about this investigation. Wouldn't the footage of the attack we saw last night not somehow be a part of his review? After After a month, I think the footage would have been reviewed by now. It's so stupid. Someone said the most likely candidates for this are either Kane or Hornswoggle. Well, it's neither Kane nor Hornswoggle. Although, they did ask Kane to go on the road, so who knows? Me. The guy is the mayor of Knox County, Tennessee, and they asked him to go on the road. <laughs> yeah, we need to sell some tickets, dude. Spurs says the only explanation is that it was actually Bigfoot. Analyze the gate, bro. It was shockingly similar to that Bigfoot footage. Somebody put yeah. that, somebody tweet that to me so I can. What I need is, like, can someone please, like, I know people have some spare time here. Somebody get me the footage of the Vintner lurching away and also footage of the Patterson-Gimlin Bigfoot lurching away and, like, put them together and tweet it to me so I can send it out to the world. I've got to show this to everybody. Can somebody Photoshop the the Yeti in the background as well, too, just stumbling through? First says, how did Rowan or the fake Rowan knock three different stacks of crates down at the same time in the footage? Well, Rowan didn't do it. Rowan was just there. Somebody else in the forklift is the one who knocked over all the crap onto Roman Reigns. Which is a flaw in Brian's claim here, because Brian's blaming Rowan, but Rowan was just standing there when all this stuff fell down. As far as Buddy Murphy, why did he get that great win over Brian last week to lose to Ali this week? Why book like that? Why not keep the Murphy train going? Because they don't know what they're doing. They book it on the fly. Vince took the script last night. He tore the entire SmackDown script up again, and then he rewrote a new one. And that's what we saw on television last night. This was, by the way, after we were told that Ali and Buddy were going to be getting a significant amount of time. Or not Ali and Buddy. Uh, the Chad Gable match with Shelton Benjamin. They got it ended up getting five minutes, so it got cut. And it was fine, but it was fine. Yeah, it certainly wasn't uh, what we were hoping it would be, you know, if you would have gotten 12 minutes. And, yeah, unfortunately, that wasn't the case. But uh, yeah, I, I, was there anything else on this show? I mean, there was Lacey Evans and, and Oh, and I'd Bailey. be happy to talk about some of the things on this show. We'll talk more I... about it with Tom, but... Here's a here's a quick look at the show. We'll go into detail with Filthy Tom later on Filthy Four Daily, but there was a Murphy versus Ali King of the Ring qualifier, which was very good. Very good match. And to be honest, too, when you do mention that match, 
they didn't do anything to embarrass Buddy Murphy. They had one of those hard-fought back-and-forth matches. The problem is they haven't done much with Ali and enough to establish his own credibility, and you're coming in limping with Buddy. You know, even though you're moving things forward, I don't know if that accomplished what, in their minds, they probably believe it's accomplished storyline-wise. We had some stuff with Kofi. We had some stuff with Bailey and Ember and Miz. We got a Lacey. Lacey Evans is back, everybody. Lacey Evans is back, and she faces Bailey. And I mean, the, the, all I can say about this match is, whoever the agent was, I thought did a very good job. The match was structured very well. I thought that Bailey did a very good job. And with all that said, Lacey Evans, as I've been saying from day one, she is so not ready for the main roster. She is so green. She just was out there being carried by Bailey the best she could. And at the end of the day, it was okay. But if you'd had somebody good in the match with Bailey, this actually would have been a very, very good match. As it was, it ended up okay. And then Bailey pinned her. So Lacey Evans returned only to get beaten, and that was that. We had a Randy Orton Big E match, which was pretty good. We had Chad Gable, Shelton Benjamin, which nobody cared about. Just nobody cared about that match, and Chad Gable won. And then we had the main event deal. So I can't say that it was a terrible show. It was it was a it was an average SmackDown, maybe slightly better than average because of some of the wrestling. But my God, that main event angle was so dumb just dumb let's go to the phones let's see what this guy's got to say you're on the air what's going on hey what's up how's it going um just wanted to ask because i haven't really been watching the tv lately so have they dropped the whole commercial stopping the match yes you can now wrestle during a commercial break again well i mean at least they fixed that part uh but I don't know. At least they went back to what they used to do before they screwed it up. Yes, that's true. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. Like, I stopped watching, like, the main roster stuff for a while, but I haven't really, really heard of anything that really will bring me back. Because, I mean, I still keep up with the the podcast and the Observer. But, I mean, I don't know. I mean, and, like, I have a lot of friends that were casual fans that used to watch, and... I mean, I haven't really heard them say anything like, oh, WWE's coming back to Fox or, or anything. Like, well, there's going to be a big uh, boom period. Like, there's no really signs of that. No. I mean, really, I mean, the best thing that I can recommend on the shows lately is is King of the Ring Tournament. Like, I looked at the lineup, and I thought, you know what? This could be a fun tournament. But I, I did have low expectations. I'm not going to lie. I thought it could be good. But, I mean, are they really going to give them... I, I've watched King of the Ring tournaments from, like, the 90s when they do the qualifying matches, and they're just nothing happening, just lame matches. But actually, this tournament, it's not the J-Cup, okay? It's definitely not the G1. But it's a good WWE tournament. I can't say it's great, but it's good. They've had good matches so far. Who do you think wins it? Andrade. That's still what I think, too. Now, do they go a different direction with this and have somebody else do it? I guess it's it's possible, but have you actually heard who they, you know, any scuttlebutt over who actually is going to be 
not fantasy book, but who they have in mind for this thing? Or is it open-ended on their end, too, to your knowledge? Dude, Vince is rewriting this show in the afternoon. I mean, I mean, the best thing is the point everybody's making. Why did Daniel Bryan lose to Buddy Murphy only for Buddy Murphy to then lose to Ali the next week? That's the kind of long-term planning that we've got here. It's non-existent. So I'm sure they have an idea, but, I mean, that idea could change like 50 times. Just is the it, way things work. Is it really? I'm not that offended that Buddy Murphy defeated Daniel Bryan and they followed it up with this. Now, if Buddy Murphy now they goes out They followed it there, up with this. What's, what follow-up are you talking about? What, the, the loss to Ali? I, there's worse things. I think that the the loss to Daniel Bryan, we don't know. I mean, Buddy Murphy, we can't be that bullish on him, but we don't know the direction they're going to go with him having this Daniel Bryan win in his pocket. He loses to a guy that is, in theory, on his level right now or is perceived to be on his level. I mean, I guess they're both good guys now. They're both plucky underdog baby faces. I mean, I guess that's how they're being portrayed. So them kind of on the same line right now i'm not that offended now you know at least at this point now if they decide to follow buddy murphy up with beating him like a drum and he loses to you know drake maverick this week then obviously the daniel bryan win will end up ultimately meaning nothing but i think it still has some value right now now again will it matter later on down the line maybe not maybe even probably not but i don't think it's i don't think that piece of uh, that coin is is worthless yet it's worthless i'm gonna tell you why they made zero mention of it on the show last night. None. No. They didn't say, hey, Buddy Murphy's coming off a great big win over Daniel Bryan here in this match. It was like it never happened. It, they didn't mention it one single time. So I can't imagine they've got it in their, quote, back pocket here. I mean, maybe they had an idea and Vince just rewrote the show last but, night and it's, it's off into the ether. Who, who cares? Even if they had the best follow-up for it, who cares? The next week, they could just completely butcher it anyway. I mean, this is where we're at right now. So, I, you know, it's a, again, just kind of throw my hands up at the whole thing. And you just, it, you literally, you take this thing week by week. You take it as week by week as they do, as they come up with the creative for these shows. Or it says, you're all going to drive yourselves crazy trying to make sense out of the mind of a crazy old man. Well, you're right, but that's my job. That's my job. I was going to say, it's like much like Jaime. How many people at this point are just relying on us or you or Dave or some other influence, some other person, some other way to get their WWE knowledge without them sitting there and watching it? So I think that says a lot. So this person here says, well, what about Kevin Owens stunning Elias but not pinning him? No one credible cares about the 24-7 title. You're right, but to Kevin Owens' credit, yes, he explained this on Twitter. He said, I have a family. I have three dogs and three cats. I have responsibilities. I can't worry about being rolled up by some dude while I'm dropping my kids off at school or enjoying a lovely night out with my wife. You see how simple that is? Yes. Good for that guy. But, of course, yeah. none of this was on television. On television, he just doesn't care about the belt. But he made up his own storyline here, and I'm proud of him for it, by the way. But that's what people have to do to make sense of some of this nonsense. Got a lot coming up this weekend, obviously, the all-out pay-per-view, which I think I've called Double or Nothing All-Out, like 10 different names, but the actual name is AW All-Out. Got a number of matches scheduled for the show, and they confirmed that the Women's Casino Battle Royale will also involve Awesome Kong, 
she's going to be in the match. And she spoke to the New York Post about potentially being in the women's title match. I like records. I like breaking molds. I love making history and whatnot. So this is putting another notch on my belt, so to speak. Who would not want that? Winner will be in line for the women's title. Back in a moment with more Wrestling Observer Live. Using an overpriced trash bag? Pricey, pricey, pricey! A bag that breaks? Whippy, whippy, whippy! Or a smelly bag? Stinky, stinky, stinky! Time to switch to hefty, ultra-strong trash bags, always at an ultra-low price. Hefty, hefty, hefty! They're our best bags yet, and they cost less than Glad Force Flex, where sold head-to-head, so you'll be... Happy, happy, happy! Hefty, ultra-strong, with Arm & Hammer Odor Control. Also available in heavy-duty black bags. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Hey, sweetie, it's Mom. I know you and Bobby have only been dating for two days, but I still think we should all celebrate. Oh, we can do margaritas at Chili's. They've got that fancy one of the month for five bucks, which is like just as many days as your last relationship. <laughs> Funny, right? Oh, talk soon. Come into Chili's now for our $5 margarita of the month. It's the perfect reason to catch up with friends or celebrate whatever. Together, we Chili's. Available at participating restaurants only. Prices may vary in Hawaii and Alaska. Must be 21 to consume alcohol. Drink responsibly. Are you aware that 66% of men lose their hair by the age of 35? Thing is, when you start to notice the hair loss, it's too late. Solution, 4 a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. 4 connects you with real doctors, medical-grade solutions to treat hair loss. Well-known generic equivalents to name-brand prescriptions to help you keep your hair. No snake oil pills, gas station counter supplements, prescription solutions backed by science. Listeners to this program, Wrestling Observer Live, can get a trial month of hymns for just $5 right now while supplies last. You can see the website for full details and safety information. This would cost hundreds of dollars if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy. Go to 4 slash wrestling, F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash wrestling, forhims.com slash wrestling. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi also of WrestlingObserver.com. There was both good and bad news related to the Raw ratings last night, this being Monday. 
Show average, 2.53 million viewers, identical to the week prior. Based on the standards of the last few months, it is a good number, really behind only Raw Reunion and the show after SummerSlam, as far as episodes since April. It's even impressive. It went head-to-head with the MTV Video Music Awards, and the final two hours or the first two hours were strong. It beat the VMAs, which averaged 1.93 million viewers, fifth for the night on cable. Bad news, a huge third-hour decline. Mm, Hour one in particular, very strong. Jersey, that's what that was. Hour two had a small gain, not at the level of prior weeks. There was a 16% drop from hour two to hour three, which even by 2019 standards, unusually high. 12% in women 18 to 49, 15% men 18 to 49. No drop in teenage girls, a 21% drop in hour three among teenage boys, an 18% drop among those over 50. The second and third hour drop was the seventh worst of all time. That hour was built around Sasha Banks versus Natalia, Cedric Alexander versus Cesaro, and AJ Styles' Braun Strowman for the U.S. title. 2.64 million, 2.69 million, and then 2.26 million viewers. So something either ran them off or caused them to switch channels there in that third hour. I don't know. I I wonder what that is, if it was just the thought that, hey, we know nothing is going to reach its its summit point tonight. You know, there's nothing, you know, hey, that might be a pretty good match with Cedric, but I'll I'll check it out later on. Um, for some reason, I don't feel like this is, was one thing where people were just, they, they seemed sickened, so they turned it off. You know, I guess we'll find out from how the ratings begin next week, but this... For some reason, it doesn't feel like there was this gigantic click-off of, of televisions, although I guess there was, but there wasn't that scuttlebutt of reaction that I got that, that seemed like somebody was turned off by what they saw. I think it just was a matter of almost like fatigue. Again, we'll have to find out, but it just, it just seemed like, okay, well, there's nothing important here. We're going to tune out and maybe move to something else. Watch that Jersey tribute that we heard about on the VMAs or you know whatever it was that caused people to walk away. Uh, but, but again, we, we'll find out here this week, but these fluctuations that they have, I mean, as bad as that sounds, you know, seventh worst all time, I don't even know what that means anymore when it, when it, when it comes to, obviously it means it's seventh worst, worst of all time, but we've had so many lows and so many, you know, dipping points and things like that. And, you know, on the train goes, just, we'll have to see how, how it takes it there. Now, one thing about a story with demographics I am curious as to if they can get their things together when it comes to Dominic and Rey Mysterio Jr. and I would assume Andrade in this mix. Um, it is not right now off to the hottest start in the world with some of Ray's acting and, and how his side of this has been portrayed, but that is one of those types of stories that I think if you can if you can kind of scrape it together good enough, I think that's one of those ones as you move into fall that it could be demographically pleasing <laughs> as, as as he has in the past to, you know, kids and to teens and to young women and even to older women as well, too. Right. Mysterio seems to, if I recall correctly, those demos always kind of come out for him. So I'm interested to see as corny as this may feud may be, if it actually is able to at- attract any viewers to it. The other Mike Sempervivi sent this letter and I probably should hate this, but in fact, I loved it. He says, Big E, super serious after the Kofi Kingston attack, comes out 
Usual entrance throws the title down because he wants revenge for what Randy Orton did to Kofi earlier. And then he proceeds to slap Randy's hips to New Day chants. Would Big E put Randy Orton in that abdominal stretch and he began to spank his ass? And Randy Orton had to sell getting his ass spanked and then later had to adjust his trunks. I howled. I loved it. I laughed uproariously. So, no, I didn't hate that. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I loved it. Baffled, this person says. The only word to describe last night's show. This made no sense. All of a sudden, Brian beats up Rowan over security footage video that could easily be defended as being the fake Roman. You can see up close. You can't even see what's going on. The footage, it was blurry. Ridiculous. You're right. You are absolutely right. Hey, at least we know this storyline has struck a nerve with people. It's all, the, it's all people are, are texting me about today. Well, that and this week's desert segment on Nitro, this person says. A classic. So many plot holes, illogical story, just to push Vince Russo. It is hard to believe how much madness is still left to come, considering they only have seven or eight months of existence left. Oh, man, you think they're pushing Vince Russo on that show? Oh, just you wait, my friend. The multi-cage match is coming up. First says, why does WWE even shoot big-time angles if they can't do the proper payoff to their storylines? I listen to your Retro Raw review every week. I remember the Hunter-Stephanie Kurt story and how bad they messed that up. Well, there's a couple of things at play here in both of those storylines. So, the problem today in WWE is that if you look at New Japan or you look at AEW or you look at NXT, they book in a way where there is an end goal and then they book backwards. So, for example, if TakeOver is going to be Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole, well, that's their plan, and then they book backwards and they tape and they book towards their destination. New Japan, like, you don't think Ghetto knew who's going to win the G1 in January? Of course he did. In January, Ghetto knew who was going to headline the Tokyo Dome the following January, and he booked backwards. Now, obviously, if someone gets seriously injured or something like that, then plans get thrown out. But otherwise, they are going to book. That's why you'll see people injured in the G1, and they will continue to wrestle because the G1 is so backwards, intricately, intricately booked that if you get hurt, you screw everything up and the whole tournament is ruined. So that's not how things are in the main roster. Vince may come up with an idea, and then he'll start booking in that direction. But then the following week, he'll change something, or he'll think that something isn't working, or he'll get bored, and he'll just change everything and rebook everything on the fly. There is no long-term planning because I don't think Vince has much of a long-term memory. So everything is just booked on a week-by-week basis. Things change. There's no point in trying to figure out what's going on. It doesn't make any sense. Now, with that Kurt Angle, Stephanie, Triple H storyline, if you watched the show 19 years ago this week, it's very clear that they had a plan. And the plan was that Triple H was going to get back together with China and Stephanie and Kurt Angle were going to get together, 
And they were going to end up doing whatever they were going to end up doing. And God only knows where it was going to go from there. But they absolutely, the storyline absolutely, if you followed it, was not scheduled to end with them doing a random match on pay-per-view. Stephanie sides with Triple H and it's over. That absolutely, positively, was not where they were going. But Hunter is not an idiot. And he's a smart guy. And he managed to get the end of that story changed. And unfortunately, it got changed in a way that was good for him, but it was bad for everybody else. They drove off so many female viewers who were invested in that storyline. They drew, they drove off men. You had that. You had the Steve Austin heel turn at the end of the year. It was a disaster. It was a booking disaster where they went. But hey, that's what happens when you change things on the fly. It also goes to help continue to damage the credibility of the people involved in the story so when you need them again people believe in them a little bit less and like what happened with wcw these things take place over time and wwe has always told you the whole is greater than the sum of its parts and they have trouble creating stars and here's one of the reasons why when nothing matters and everything changes around and you ball this up and this goes here and then that goes there and Buddy Murphy, you know, he happened to wander into the shots, and now we got to do this with him, and just it, it, nothing gets accomplished. And one thing that New Japan has going for them, and one of the reasons they don't change a guy on the fly, like if somebody gets hurt during the G1, they're going to take zeros there because it's more important to try to change that tournament around a little bit and just give somebody a zero than to put somebody in and just say if that other person that, that is ta- being taken out of the tournament was going to lose a bunch of matches, well, you can't just take somebody else, put them in their slot, and then have them lose a bunch of matches if you're trying to protect them, if you're trying to do something with them. I mean, those types of little subtleties matter. You know, it's one of those layers. Everything that you do is a layer of paint, uh, you know, on, on telling a story. And every time you do damage to somebody, you smear it up and you take some of it away where, you know, you do that too much. People just see that person as a mess at all times and they don't want to come back and you lose all credibility with them. And then you have no stars. And that's kind of where they're at right now. This is why Daniel Bryan could do whatever he wants and he's probably going to get cheered. It's going to be very difficult for anyone to truly boo Daniel Bryan at the end of the day because he's got a bunch of goodwill built up. Who else has that on that roster? You know, it's just it's. It's very frustrating because they are the reason that they have not been able to create stars as they can, you know, continue to complain. Well, it's injuries. It's this. It's that. No, it's you. You are the reason. And stories like this and balling up the script at the last minute and switching everything around does not help anyone. David, my main man, David, did in fact do exactly what I asked with the Eric Rowan, Patterson, Gimlin, Bigfoot film synced up. It's actually not synced up, so like a total jerk, I sent him a message here and asked him if he could actually sync it up better. But one way or the other, this will be on my Twitter by the time this show goes off the air. The one that he sent is actually awesome, but I think that if he synced up the walking better, where the Patterson-Gimlin-Bigfoot looks at the camera and the Rowan guy looks at the camera at the same time, it'll be perfect. So by the end of this show, I will have this for all of you. It's actually up on my timeline now, but hopefully we'll have a... Another one here very soon. Ah, what a storyline. With weekly live NXT, do you think long-term booking in NXT is dead? Of course. I mean, yeah. I mean, it may be, it depends on how much input Vince has. Let's be, let's be honest. I really don't know how much he's going to have. I have, I have no faith in Triple H 
running this show. And even if Triple H does run the show, I mean, there's a big difference between taping three to six weeks in advance where you can't change storylines and booking weekly. I mean, now, do you have no faith in him running the show or no faith that he's going to be allowed to run the show? He's himself? not going to be allowed to run the show. I mean, even if he's, quote, in quote, in charge, quote, unquote, in charge, Vince is still going to make some recommendations. Vince is still going to make some decisions. Vince is still going to screw things up somehow. You just know he's going to. And it's live weekly, so they can't really, they, they can't force themselves in a long-term booking by taping a number of, uh, you know, weeks at a time. I mean, the way that they book NXT, the only way that you can change things is to shoot something backstage with William Regal that changes the course of the story. But otherwise, they book three weeks, they book three weeks, they tape three weeks, they tape three weeks. It is set in stone. It is set in stone long-term booking. Once it goes week to week, guaranteed things are going to get screwed up. Guaranteed. Worst storyline ever, this person says. I wouldn't say that. I've been watching Nitro. Gable got five minutes. Evans got 14. What the hell? Yeah. She's prettier than he is. Vince wrote the show. Back in a moment. Observer Live. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800 Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words, buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing Vector Vest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. 800 584 800-584-2519. That's 800-584-2519. 
This is an urgent health notice for all residents suffering from back, neck, knee, and wrist pain. You may qualify for a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you, but the deadline is fast approaching. Simply call the Health Alert Hotline now. You heard right. You may qualify for a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace. These items may even be covered by Medicare or your private insurance. The Health Alert Hotline is your brace company. These specialized braces have been tested for pain relief. Call us toll-free right now to determine your eligibility and to learn how to use your private insurance or Medicare to minimize your out-of-pocket cost. Don't wait. If the deadline passes, you may lose your opportunity to get a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace at little or no cost to you. 800 That's 800-430-9571. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Oh, my Lord, is promised it is up right now. David's beautiful side-by-side of the Patterson-Gimlin Bigfoot and whoever this bearded man is, could be Rowan, could be the fake Rowan, we don't know. But the side-by-side is up on my Twitter right now, at Brian Alvarez. Please, please tweet this everywhere. I mean, honest to God, Roman Reigns is the one who needs to see this. I just love it. I can watch it over and over and over again. Is that not awesome? It is. It is. Good job, David. Oh, beautiful. I'm wondering if maybe, uh, what's her name? Kayla? Is that Kayla? Kayla Braxton, yes. I wonder if Kayla is actually, I I never even thought about it, but like maybe maybe she's off screen in that Patterson-Gimlin film, too. We only see that square. That's true. I mean, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but you'll never unsee it. Allegedly, that that Patterson-Gimlin Bigfoot is a female. You can see the giant breasts there in the front of that squatch. Did you know that? Yeah. I do now. And actually, when I look at that Rowan, he's got pretty pendulous bosom as well. Look at that thunk behind her, too. Look at that. All right, everybody. We're out of time today. What a show. Later on today, myself, Filthy Tom Lawler, we're going to be back. We'll talk about all of SmackDown. Yes, we'll talk about the whole show, not just one angle like we did for an hour here today on this program. You'll be able to check that out at WrestlingObserver.com. <laughs> a new edition of Wrestling Observer Radio up tonight. A new Wrestling Observer newsletter up tonight. Very busy here on Wednesdays, so you can always check that out. And we are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern. Sundays, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. And yes, Saturdays with the Jim Valley at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 Eastern. Check it out, Sports Byline at USA, at Sports Byline USA, SportsByline.com, and more. Thanks, Mike, as always. Callers and listeners, everybody in the studio, David, Dom, Scott, Brian, talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.